Blue Chip Sports Network presents Get in the Game with Eric, Brian, Reggie, and Jordan on iTunes, the Blue Chip Broadcasting YouTube channel, and bluechipbroadcasting.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Get in the Game. It's episode number 87. It is our Major League Preview, and it is coming to you on opening day 2020. Now, granted, opening day 2020 is late in July, and it's opening day for a short season, just a 60-game sprint. But I tell you what, I could not be more excited for the start of baseball and live athletics, uh, mainstream athletics here in the U.S. And uh, I'm joined by the entire crew today. My name's Eric Davis. I got my partner, Brian Nelson. We got the professor, Reggie Wright. And we got the kid, Jordan Santa Maria. And gentlemen, welcome to opening day. Happy opening day, Eric. It should be a national holiday free from work. But for Reg, being a teacher, he always had to take a day off for opening day. He just can enjoy it in his PJs. You bet, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I might sleep on the couch the night before, Brian, because this is the most excited that I have ever been in. I mean, I'm 33 years old. So in 33 years, I have never been more excited for an opening day of Major League Baseball. 60 games, Everybody's in it from from the first pitch. Let's go, man! Reg, is it because it, the baseball season's back, or that you're going to be in your PJs? <laughs> <laughs> Both. I, I've got uh, I've got really comfortable we, PJs, Jordan. You know, we, you we know, just uh, yeah. really we you just know, hope he doesn't sleep. Brandon, you can you can take a look. They're, they're uh, nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, his, his PJs may just be him in the buff with his hairy body. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They're long. They're long. They cover my ankles. Okay. They're very Amish. You know, like I like, like I'm I'm conservative with, with my pajamas. Oh. And, and they are fantastic. They're comfortable. I've I mean, seen how you grow a beard. I can only imagine like the hair on your legs. Jordan, the things you can never unhear. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry. I, pre- I pressed that one. That's my bad. Let's, let's yeah, you started that. Let's talk about this. A 60 game season. What does that do? Uh, to to all the teams in the MLB, 60 games, what does it do to them? Well, I think the start, Eric, is absolutely critical because every game is almost the equivalent of an entire series in 162 games. Each game is worth 2.7 games when you look at it, 60 games versus 162. A start, the first 10 to 15 games is absolutely critical. And if you're a team that has a heavy front-loaded schedule of tough games, it's going to be very difficult if you play a bunch of uh, what we call doormats or teams that are really not in it to win it. Uh, you could get a chance to get off to a good start and be very tough to catch as the confidence level continues to grow. But, you know, fast starts, slow starts, it is hard to protect, uh, project each year. I think in our pregame, uh, in, our, in our pre-show meeting, in our, in our uh, production meeting, I think, who was it, Reggie, that you brought up? The, the Amazings were 11-1 last year. <laughs> what? The amaz- the oh, yeah, the Amazing Mets. Mets. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Amazing Mets. You were the yeah. one that said it. Don't, I'm, don't, don't I'm, bring I'm sorry. That I'm sorry. You, you threw me off with the, the, you know, the nickname from, 19, <laughs> from the 1940s. I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I will say, though, that, yes, the Mets, the Mets started 11-1. and one. Not only that, Eric, is after 60 games, the Nationals were 27-33. and 33. 
outside of the playoff picture looking in, they were last year's World Series team, uh, World, World Series champions. So, you know, anything can happen in 60 games. It's baseball. It's baseball. I mean, you could have a 17-1 game where the Orioles beat the Yankees 17-1. It's baseball. Who does who, Jordan, who does the short season hurt? I think, you know, you know, the short season hurts, you know, the teams that really don't have any young talent or, you know, they're kind of their their minor leagues are kind of depleted because I think the most exciting thing about this 60 game season is that you're gonna see a lot of new names. Um, and you're able to kind of pull up some of those young guys that you might not have in, in a normal, you know, 162 game season. Um, so I think, you know, like I said, the most exciting thing is we're going to hopefully see a handful of guys from, from certain teams. And I think that we'll talk about that hopefully become household names and that really just kind of blaze out on the scene. I will tell you, I think the short season is really detrimental to the most talented team. It is the great evener. And, and Brian, I, I think if, uh, generally speaking, everybody thinks that the, the Yankees and the Dodgers have the two best rosters in baseball. That's the, that's the group think, right? I think they're the ones that are in the most danger because over 162 games, talent will win out. Talent will prove out. That's why you play 162. But in 60, there's all – the Giants last year had a 60-game stretch where they were uh, like 40 and 20. They didn't win many other games outside of that 60-game stretch, but – But it was a good 60. It was a good 60. And, and I think, Eric, you're right in that because when you look back, the great teams of the Atlanta Braves in the 90s when they won all those division titles, very rarely were they in first place around the All-Star break. The Dodgers we've talked about since they've won now seven consecutive division titles, they've only been in first place after 60 games one time. That was last year. So the best teams over the course of a long season rise to the top. In a 60-game sprint, I think we're going to have – it's going to be very different. Not necessarily the best team on paper for 162 is the best team on paper for 60. Well, let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about – team. you know, everybody – when you go into a baseball season, everybody knows, you know, this team's going to be good, this team's going to be good, this team's going to be good. And, and you can probably, of the 10 teams that go to the playoffs, you can probably hit eight fairly accurately and you always get two surprises. I think in a 60-game season, the, the, the chance for surprise is so much greater. Let's talk about some of those teams that nobody's really talking a lot about, but we think could show up and, and absolutely destroy somebody's party. And let's start in the American League. I, I got one. Uh, you, no. you want me to start off, Brian? Yeah, you go, ahead. Go. go ahead, Jordan. Oh, you're not going to ask my permission, huh? You're not going to ask my permission. You're going to ask Brian's it's, permission? It's a baseball talk, Eric. We all know who's in charge. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, starting in the American <sighs> League, I was, t- I was talking about that youth movement, and I'm really excited to see the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, you're going to have to help me with the name, Brian, again. Sorry, Eric. Bo, Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Bo Biggio's kid. Bo He's Bichette. got a funky first name. I can't say it. Kevin. And Vlad Kevin, Jr. Kevin. Kevin. And Vlad. And, and, really? And, and you're the, Vlad. Brian's the expert. He can't pronounce Kevin. Uh, <laughs> Well, I it's wasn't sure if it was Kevin, Kevin Brian, it's or Kevin. Alvin, and they forgot the A-B-A-N. L. So. Not it's Kevin. not hard. Kevin. Kevin. Come on, <laughs> well, Greg well, Biggio, three, Hall of Famer, just have an easy name to pronounce. Jeez. Just name I the mean, kid Kevin. Three, I know, his dad's got, name was Bo. You got Bo. Bo. Dante. Dante. 
You, you got Bo with the flow. Like, he's got the total look of an MLB superstar, and I think he's one of those guys that I'm talking about that can totally just burst out on the scene. You know, little Vlad, he showed signs of, you know, being this this next generational talent. I can't wait to see what he does. And Kevin or Kevin, you know. Kevin. He's, he, he, he's, a, he's another, you know, MLB, you know, what do you call it? You know, the son of a, of a star. So I think he has a lot of hype around him. Um, so the Blue Jays, although I think the pitching might be a problem, I think they have these three, you know, young studs that were, first of all, super excited to watch and I think are also very good and can make an impact in 60 games. Reg, who do you got that's a surprise in the AL? Um, give, me a little, give me a little Detroit. I mean, I, I – Okay, Excuse here's, me. Here's, I don't want any Detroit. You keep no, no, Detroit. No, 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 no. I'm telling you guys right now. I'm telling you right now. Cleveland on the way out, right? Uh, Chicago's good and young. Um, the Twins are projected to win, but that's the most wide open of the American League divisions. And the the bottom line is this: it's not just who is the best on paper on opening day you've got to think about who is the deepest, who has the best 60 man roster because, you know, I, I, I hate to say it in the environment that we're in. It's, you know, I, I, I don't wish it on anybody, but you're also looking at who's going to test positive for COVID and you're going to have to sit two weeks and you know uh, how many guys is that going to affect? So really what you're looking at is who is the deepest and Detroit right now has the number four ranked farm system in all of major league baseball. And they've got some guys that can play on their opening day roster. I'm looking at Cameron Mabin, former top prospect. He can steal bases, great center fielder. Um, you know, Miguel Cabrera is still there. Maybe he has a little left in the tank. Sorry. What's that, Brian? I said, Cameron Mabin Mabin got cut by the giants last year and they couldn't score. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, they may have the fourth best minor league system, but it's the minor leagues. You got to play in the bigs now, and and I'm not sure they're ready. They're not. They're they're not ready. For yeah, but but Eric, here's the thing that nobody that that we haven't really discussed yet is, you know, by game thirty of this season, how many rosters are going to look like major league rosters? I mean, think about it. Before the season has even started, we've lost Buster Posey. Here in San Francisco, we've lost, uh, you know, you know, Mike Trout uh, is on the fence. We've lost um, so many big names, Nick Markakis, Freddie Freeman. So many guys have gone down to COVID. I mean, you don't think that's going to play out during the regular season, too. So I'm looking at the guys who have or at the teams who have the best 60 man roster. And Detroit is one of those. I mean, you know, like they've got, uh, you know, I'm looking at the roster right now. They've got Jake Rogers. Um, you know, a good solid minor league catcher who's their catcher of the future. Um, uh, they got the pitcher Taylor at, Mize, uh, yeah, Taylor Mize. Um, Willie Castro, a, a good infielder who's played a little bit uh, at the major league level. I mean, they, they have a really solid um farm system who. You know, and I, and I think that that's the that's the division that's the most wide open in the American League. See, and I, I will agree with you. I think that is the division that's most wide open. But my surprise is coming from that division, but it's coming from Chicago. I think the White Sox uh, have quietly or not so quietly put together a young lineup and 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 a solid pitching staff, if not a great one. Lucas Giolato, Keiko, 
uh, Gio Gonzalez angering. You know, they're, they're starting five in the rotation. You've got a great closer in Cologne. You've got Kelvin Herrera and Steve Cichek also, Cichek also out in the bullpen. But here is their everyday lineup, okay? And these guys can bang. Yasmani Grandal behind the plate. Jose Abreu at first base. Yohan Mankata at third base. Timmy Anderson, maybe one of the breakout players of the year, could end up being the best player in all of baseball by the time things are, are said and done. Timmy Anderson at shortstop. Eloy Jimenez, who a lot of people think over the course of a full season is a 50-home run guy. Nomar Mazzara. Edwin Encarnacion. All of those guys are in their starting nine. All of them can bang. All of them, they'll be playing in a in a down division, what I feel is probably the most wide open, probably the least talented division. I say, watch out for the White Sox. They could be going back to the playoffs for the first time since 2004. You know, Eric, I would have agreed with you until Michael Kopik opted out of the season. That's a big, that big is a, That's a that. big deal. That's that, a that big changes, deal. That changes their starting staff, but they're still – when you can throw uh, three guys out with that kind of experience and, and, and the success that, that Giolato, Keichel, and Gonzalez have had, you know, I, I, I think in a mediocre division, they've got a chance to pop up over 30 wins. Okay, well, I'm going to go a different direction than the other three of you did because I'm going to pick a team that actually did make the playoffs last year in the American League, but they're the surprise team because I believe they will have the best record in the American League because they are built for the 60-game season, not necessarily the 162, and that is the Tampa Bay Rays. They will win the American League East. The New York Yankees will not win the American League East. It will be the Tampa Bay Rays, because they, can roll, out a, they can roll out a rotation that can match the Yankees other than Garrett Cole. Their lineup is more athletic than the Yankees. It is younger than the Yankees. And I think that the Red Sox are down. I think the Orioles are going to be abysmal. I think the Blue Jays, though I like their young players, I don't think they have any pitching. I think Tampa Bay is going to win the American League East. Brian, I can agree with you. Tyler Glasnow, Charlie Morton, Blake Snell, Chirinos, and I'm going to give you a name, boys. Don't forget, they added Jose Martinez to be their DH, who can swing it. They added Hunter Renfro, Eric, from the Padres. All he does is hit 30 home runs every year. And he's going to hit in a much smaller ballpark. And a buck 89. Whoa. 30 home runs and 30. I'm just telling you. All right. And then Sutsogo, Japanese import, career 910 OPS in Japan. Hits 20 home runs a year, left-handed hitter to balance out that lineup a little bit. So I love me some Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, and by the way, they also happen to have the number one prospect in all of baseball in Wander Franco. So if they need a little, little extra little gas on the fire to get them rolling in September, they can just bring up the best prospect in all of baseball. Yeah, and he should be playing more than just in September. Um, let's talk about those teams. There's a bunch of teams and, and that's, let's go to the national league really quickly, guys, yep. really quickly. Uh, your national league surprise teams, Brian, I'll go with the Cincinnati reds. 
more central because I think that division's wide open. I don't think they win the division, but I think they get in the playoffs. Best starting staff in that division and a very underrated lineup that is extremely deep at nearly every <laughs> position, both young and experienced in that lineup. And Brian, I'm going to second that. So you don't even need to go to my, my turn and quietly they have put together a lineup that fits that ballpark. Yes. I think that is such an underrated factor. You have to put together a lineup that fits your ballpark. Um, and, and I think the Reds have done that. Jordan, who you got? Uh, I like the diamondbacks. Um, and for the big reason that they are really busy this off season, uh, they obviously added Madison Bumgarner, and he's going to kind of anchor that that starting rotation. Um, they added some veterans like Stephen Vogt, Cole Calhoun, um, even Starling Marte. Um, so I think you kind of add that with their their core guys like Kettle Marte, Nick Ahmed, you know, guys like that. I think they have the veteran leadership to get through a sixty game season. Um, I think you're going to see a really, really, really good Madison Bumgarner in sixty games. All right, Reggie, your your thoughts. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Miami Marlins, believe it or not. Uh, you know, whether or not you like Derek Jeter, I like the Miami Marlins. Um, you know, they, they've struggled of late, but they've slowly and quietly been building a fairly potent offense. They've got Jonathan VR in center field. Um, Brian Anderson, who put up a pretty decent year last year. He's a third baseman. Um, and then they've got some guys that have done it before who – you know, I've struggled recently, but we, we know it's in them. Corey Dickerson, Jesus Aguilar, Jorge Alfaro, Matt Joyce had a pretty decent year last year. They've got some guys that can play, but really what entices me is their pitching staff. Jose Urania last year struggled a little bit. Two years ago was, was pretty solid. He's an eventual ace, maybe a number two, maybe a number three. They've got him coming back. They've got Sixto Sanchez in the pipeline. I expect to see him within the first couple of weeks. He's a future all-star ace, um, you know, maybe a potential Hall of Famer. I love Sixto Sanchez, um, MLB, you know, top 10 player, uh, top 10 prospect. Um, and then what I really like about the Miami Marlins is they, they, they play the – they play the weird stuff. You know, they do the opener. They have Caleb Smith and uh, uh, Drew Streckenrider and Ryan Stanek, who have all been openers in the past. You know, they, 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 they're bullpen arms that, that start for an inning and then go, they go to the bullpen after that. Um, I think they're outside of the box. And in a season where you only have 60 games and it's a sprint to the finish, outside of the box is going to win. And I like Miami. And I don't think the, the National League East is very strong. Philadelphia didn't uh, – they weren't as good as we thought they were going to be last year. New York started out hot but, but uh, ultimately uh, fizzled at the end. And the Nationals weren't even in the playoff picture at the end of 60 games. So I like Miami. So what Reg is saying, Eric, is that it's going to be Marlins, Tigers. Now – wouldn't that be ironic in the, in the years of all years that it's Tigers, Marlins? If it's Tigers and Marlins, maybe I'll do the steak dinner for that one. <laughs> if, if you guys want to make like $200,000, go put $350,000. Put $350 down in Vegas right now on Tigers, Marlins, or uh, yeah, Tigers, Marlins World Series. You'll make probably a hundred grand. <laughs> or really. More or you could just throw lose, it in your barbecue. Or, yeah, lose $350, <laughs> but that's okay. So I'm going to go off script here just a little bit, and I'm going to ask you each a little bit different question, one that we haven't talked about a little bit. As we talk about this 60-game season, 
Brian, in your opinion, does that put more or less emphasis on the manager? More. Because each game almost is, has to be like a postseason. You're not going to necessarily be playing for the long haul. Each individual game is equivalent to a series in a normal season. And I think that's absolutely critical. So I think you will find out whoever the, the outstanding or great managers are will really rise to the top. And I think guys that have won because they have talent more so than they have creativity may suffer a little bit because everything's going to get pushed a little bit more to the middle. So what you're saying is that the Giants are really going to miss Bruce, miss Bruce Bochy this year. This would have in been a, a season like this. That's not. And this isn't a knock on for him. This isn't a knock on Kapler. It's just this is what Bochy was a master at. Yeah, he, he's mastercraft here, uh, Jordan. That's fair. But well, before before we go too far removed from that, I, I think Gabe Kapler is the manager or the prototypical manager of the future. I think he plays the numbers. He plays the the saber metrics. I you know I think you guys are going to be surprised. That's why I think the Giants are going to do. Well, let's be honest, but I think they'll do well this year. In the last two years, Eric, just a quick side note. In the last two years, the Phillies at the end of 60 games would have been in the playoffs both years. Okay. Well, that's something for Giants fans to look forward to. Jordan, my question to you is this. Do you think a 60 game season changes the way the game will be played? Last year, home run strikeout. That, that's the game you played, home run, walk, strikeout. Does that change now to where you'll see more advancing runners valuing every run, trying to get aggressive and create things? Do you think it changes the way that this game will be played? You know, I don't think so, because I think, I think the player has almost changed a little bit in baseball. I think moving forward, you know, the guys that we see right now are like, you know, the Chris Davis types that, you know, hit a 250 but are trying to hit you know, 40 to 30 bombs a season. Um, and I think you see the power pitching is, is kind of winning out. There's not a lot of those finesse guys lately. It's, it's, it's the fastball, it's the home run. And I think really that's what baseball has been trying to use as their thing to make them exciting. Um, so I don't think it's really going to change too much. Okay. Oh, I hope you're wrong. I, I, I have heard, I have heard some people think, that it will change the way the game's played back into more playoff baseball from day one, which tends to be a little bit slower, a little bit more strategic. I don't know. I tend to be with you. I'm not sure that's the way it's going to play out. I would like to see that where there's more value on base running, more value on defense, but I'm not sure it's going to even Even with the rule changes, I mean, universal DH, right? I mean, that's still putting the emphasis on power. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and the, the second base, you know, starting at second base and extra innings and things like that, I think doing different things to speed up the game, but still the emphasis on power and, and, and things like that. Can I throw so, one more so, rule change that we haven't talked about, Eric, real quick? Remember, this is the first year now that a reliever must face three yeah. hitters or finish an inning, whichever comes first. Right. That will change the way this, the game is played a little bit, and it will speed up those middle to late innings. I think a little bit more because you won't have the constant to the mound all the time. Well, and particularly with the expanded roster, so you're carrying more pitchers, a manager like Bochi would go to pitcher after pitcher after pitcher after pitcher to get through that one inning. Uh, now you're not going to have that luxury. You're going to go with somebody and have to live with it. And the other guy is going to have moves to counter that pitcher. So there could be more runs this year because of that. Mm -hmm. um, Reg, 
I always yep. love to I love to hear your predictions because they are like sometimes just they come from another planet sometimes to be but they're always right, Eric. Well, I mean, that, they, you know? I mean, how do you explain it? What's, so what's I don't your know. Answer? I don't I don't know that they're always right, but I want you to take a look across the all-star pool of players. The Yelichs, the Trouts, the um, uh, Akunas, the 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 cream of the crop, the Harpers, um, the best of the best. I want you to pick out a couple of them that are just going to be a bust this year because it takes them a little while to get started. I, 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 who do you see not having that caliber of a year in, in a sixty-game set? Oh man, that's tough. There's a couple guys that are pretty consistent, but then then again, there are a couple of guys that are pretty streaky. Um, I love Trout. I think he's always going to be good. Acuna, always going to be good. Um, but then uh, Yelich, you know, he's really come on lately. Always going to be good. But then you got some guys that that go on big streaks, right? That that um, you know maybe go through a through a thirty game slump and then come out of it, and then they finish the year with gaudy numbers. But, um, you know, over the course of 60 games, maybe it doesn't pan out. And I think you're looking at guys like uh, like Cody Bellinger. Perhaps. That's the exact same guy I was thinking about, Reg. Same guy. He's a guy that, you know, uh, can, get, it can get white hot. But at the same time, he can go ice cold. Um, other guys, you know, if I'm thinking around the league, uh, Francisco Lindor, another guy, you know, perennial, potentially future Hall of Fame shortstop from Cleveland. Um, extremely streaky. He can go on, you know, a three-week tear where he hits like 600 and maybe seven bombs. But then he'll, he'll go through a stretch where he hits under the Mendoza line. Uh, he's another one. Clayton Kershaw. I mean, I, I, I hate to pick on the Dodgers, but, you know, he's a guy who over the course of 162 puts together a pretty nice season, but he, he always has like two or three weeks per year where he, he has, you know, three or four starts in a row that are just nothing to write home about. So, um, you know, those are just, those are just a few names. Ultimately, I think it comes down to who stays healthy. You know, who wears the mask? Who, who social distances? Who, who's able to, to finish the season? Um, and, and really, I think that's what we're looking at. I, I think more so than those guys, Eric, more than the big names, I think what you're going to find is a lot of guys who were nobodies come out of nowhere and hit 340 or, you know, maybe, maybe 17 bombs in 60 games, like guys who you've never heard about. And, and those are the guys that are going to have the big years, yeah. more so than the big guys but, that are going to have the bad years. But that wasn't the question I asked. I don't care, Eric. <laughs> I don't care. Do I ever listen to you? No way, man. Where's that Where's that rock? The rock meme? It doesn't matter what you think. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were going to add a name. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> you, you were, were going to add a name, Brian. Uh, Grinky. I would be worried about Grinky. The American League style ball, live yard, and and unfortunately he does struggle with with and, and I know he's gotten been able to get under control the anxiety issue. But I think with all that's just going on in the world and, and so forth, I would I if I'm Houston, I would be a little worried about him just as a person. I, I hope he does really well through this, you know, physically and, and emotionally as well as on the baseball field but he would be somebody I would have a little concern. 
That was Brian's love letter to Zach Greinke right there. Uh, Zach Greinke, courtesy of, of Brian Nelson. We hope you're going to be okay. We hope, we hope, uh, we hope everything works out. Uh, we hope but I'm worried about healthy. you. <laughs> worried about you. But Brian cares. That's right. Brian cares. That, that was our public service announcement. We're going to call it our Brian cares segment. Hashtag Brian cares. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the final question before we go to predictions. And again, it's, it's on the season. Cause I think, you know, we can talk about all the guys we can talk about various teams, but the reality is the thing that is the monster change is the 60 game season and the season as a whole you know, when, when, when you're talking traditionally, you're talking over 162, you're talking about guys and positions and, and depth. At, at, at 60 games, you're, you're, you're really talking about some different things. So in this season that is radically different from anything we've seen, there are a number of rule changes that are, are coming into play. A number of them. Pick the one you like the best. And, and, and let us know the one rule change that's different that you're looking forward to see the most. I'll tell you the one I am. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll start right away. I think it's the extra inning rule. I want to see how that works. I want to see if it picks up excitement. I want to see if it means the games are a little bit shorter. I want to see if it adds the excitement that everybody thinks. I'm good with that one rule. I can't wait to, that's not, that doesn't mean that I would keep it at the end of the season. It means let's take a look at it because I think it has the potential to be really exciting. Jordan? No, 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 no. This is our <laughs> second time. This is our second time arguing about this little league rule. Come on. Love. No. He's going to Little love. League. He's going to Little League. Eric's going to Williamsport. <laughs> look, man. You might as well. I told you. Just don't put the runner on second. Make him earn it. Nope. Make At least make him earn it at the plate. At least no. make it a 2-1 count where it's no. a little bit more pressure make- on the pitcher. Start something it with different. It's, it's start, it, start it where it's exciting. Jordan, what rule do you want to keep? No. Bash on I, I love – again, I, th- I feel like this is like deja vu because we had this conversation. Me and Eric were going at it. But universal DH for the oh. single reason. Look, see? And Eric, again, hates the rule. <laughs> but then he, he swears that the offense isn't enough or whatever. Here we go. <laughs> but anyway, I, I just – baseball to me, and I know it's not to everyone – but the, the best thing you can do is to hit the home run. That's just me. I know it's not you, Brian. I know it's not you, Eric. But that's the that's the slam dunk. That's the alley oop. That's like that's the thing to do. And I think that's where they're pushing towards, and it helps that cause. And so you know what we've learned here, Brian, that Jordan's opinion is more valuable than ours because he didn't care about us. But you know, about, look, the, I, I, the only pitcher I want to see swing is Bartolo Colon. I'm sorry, everyone else, and, Bum, and, and Bumgarner, and Bumgarner. Exactly. I know that there's, you know, the skills that go into, you know, can we lay this bunt down, advance the runner? Like, I get that. But, like, other than Bartolo Colon and Bumgarner, everyone else, they're laying down honest, once, they're striking out, whatever. Jordan, I think you, 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 I would, if I were in Bumgarner's presence, I would not compare his batting to Bartolo Colon. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> You're going to be not outside, of that. roadside, calf-tied into about – 40 different knots. I didn't say mm. I, they were the same. I just want to see them both swing the bat. They're my two oh, favorite okay. ones. For completely opposite Ryan. reasons. For completely Ryan, opposite you, reasons. The rule you want to keep. I like the three uh, batter minimum for pitchers. I do. I mean, even though 
the team that we root for probably definitely benefited from the ability to mix and match hitter after hitter after hitter after hitter. Um, I think the, the pace of the game moves along better and it forces guys to be better pitchers, not just a one trick pony. You know, you know what else it takes out of it? You can't play saber metrics with every at bat. You got to no. play. You got to play the game, and and you've got to be able to pitch to lefties and pitch to righties. You 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 can't just play the math game with it. So I, I Brian, I agree with you. Good rule. And, and you know who's most happy, Eric, okay. that this rule is now in effect, not ten years ago. Javier mm-hmm. Lopez. <laughs> oh, he would have had a tough tough stretch. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Reggie, the rule you want to keep. I think this might be, uh, what is this, episode 84? 87. 87. Holy smokes. I've you been, slept through the previous three, I, I, so it's yeah. okay. Call me Rip Van Winkle. Uh, this might <laughs> be the first time in given the game history where I have agreed with Eric and disagreed with Jordan. I don't know what's going on right now. And Jordan, I hate to call you out, man, because usually you and I are like sharing the same wavelength, but something about, I I understand the idea of making a team earn it, but really when you come down to it, like if one team's better than the other, they, they can earn it within the nine innings that they played during regulation. And then when you get the extra innings, it's like a shootout in soccer, you know, like, like put a guy on second base and just let it happen. I will say though, um, that the universal DH I disagree with. I think I would remove the DH altogether because the, the, the basic analogy that I could think of is like, like in the NFL, you have the kicker kicking off, right? He's got to go make the tackle. Like you don't send in an 11th guy from the sideline to go make in a, to go make a tackle on a punt. Or Amen. A kickoff, Preach it. Kick Preach right. it. Field. Like the, the the dude plays defense, let him hit too. I no, think everybody no. hits. That increases Amen. the Come strategy. It, it adds to intrigue and 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 pinch hitting and manipulation for. It, it adds to the intrigue of the game. Oh, that is and a then, word from uh, the Lord right there. That is a word. <laughs> from the Lord. And then uh, you know uh, what was the last one I was going to talk about? No DH, uh, and then the three batter minimum. Yeah, like I, I like the three batter minimum. Um, I, you know, the one thing I may tack on to that is like maybe you get one free move in in the ninth inning or later or something like that. If the game goes to extra innings, you can make one strategic move maybe. I don't know. Um, but maybe that's going too deep down the oh, well. Yeah. Way too uh, deep. Yeah. If, yeah. if you yeah. Just, just keep it simple, I like the three batter minimum. I like no DH. Everybody plays defense. Everybody, everybody hits. And then, uh, you know, put a guy on second base and let him go wild. If you happen to be in the eighth spot in your order, well, sucks for you. Figure it out. Uh, and then if you have your team uh, leading off at the top of the order, hey, let's let's uh, bang them home. You know, let's make it happen. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. Uh, Reg-, Reg is out of control. I asked him for one rule, and he did a diatribe on the entire rule book. I'm telling you, Eric, I am the, I am more excited for this season than any other because it's chaos. Chaos is coming, guys. Brian, <laughs> buckle in. I know this is going to blow your mind, but but the Baltimore Orioles are making the World Series. I, I'm telling you right now. Something <laughs> weird is going to happen. Detroit Tigers. Okay? So just, yeah, All yeah, credibility well, is just know, shut out the window. Yeah. Okay. And something weird is going to happen, Brian. Just hang if, on, okay? Hang on, Brian. Eric, Eric the concern is he thinks, he thinks this is episode 
287 in 2024 <laughs> that the Orioles and the Tigers and the Marlins are good. One of those teams might be. Might okay. So seriously, guys, 2020 is the weirdest year we've encountered in, in probably a century. Something oh, weird's no happening this year. There's no problem. I'm telling you. So, so the, what are the, the Orioles are winning the World Series or the Tigers or somebody. Something weird is happening and baseball is going to change. What are the odds that we get a game called in the fifth inning because of murder hornets? Because of what? Oh, <laughs> I, I think it could happen. I, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Murder hornets. There will be a time this year, at least once, where a game is postponed because of lagging test results and has to be made up as a double hitter the next day. Oh, for I sure. He almost said, I thought he almost said lagging testicles. I was. No. Isn't, isn't that uh, Eric, is, isn't that Cleveland's new uh, mascot? Is it, they're no longer the Indians, right? They're the, the Cleveland murder Hornets. There you go. There you go. Oh man. We, we are it's digressing time, quickly. It's that part of the show <laughs> where we each make our predictions. Okay. Because- and, and remember, Remember, I will go last because one of us picked it last year. Not saying Did, did one of us do that? Yes, one of us did. One of us. Which one of us, Brian? The one who's going to go last. Just out of curiosity. Which one? The, the oh. one who's going to go last in their predictions. Okay. So, so it's me, no. right? No. No, 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 no. All right, Jordan. Are we going? Are we going World Series straight to World Series? No, no, no. Get, get, go, go. Uh, division. Uh, let's see. We're, let's we're go. On. Let's go. Let's just go. Yeah. Who's making the playoffs and who wins the World Series? Right. Yeah, let's just bam, 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 bam. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. So are we going division by division here? I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, just quick. go quickly. Uh, American National League Wild Card, and then your World all right, Series. All right, here we go. AL, AL East. I got. I got the Yankees coming out of the AL East. Uh, AL Central. I got the Twins. AL West, I got the Astros, even though I think that that is going to be one of the most competitive divisions. I think the Angels are going to be, you know, right there as long as well as the A's. Um, moving to the National League, I got out of the NL East, I got the Phillies, actually. I think the Phillies are going to be the team that benefits from the 60-game season. I think Harper has a big year. Um, NL Central, ooh. I, man, I I guess I got the Reds. I, I, weird. I I got you talked the them into Reds, it. Eric. I guess I don't like the Cubs. He won't listen to me about overtime, but he'll listen to me about the Reds. Central, I got the the, the Reds. Um, NLS, I got the Dodgers. Long shot. All right, all right. We'll come back to you for your playoff predictions after that. So remember who you've chosen, Reggie. Who you got? Uh, so we're not picking World Series, just playoffs? Not yet. Just who's who's going to win the divisions, then we'll get to playoffs. All right. So in the American League East, the Tampa Bay Rays uh, edge out the New York Yankees. Um, in the Central, I've got – oh, man, I've got, I've got Minnesota winning, but I've got Chicago clinching a, a wild card berth. And then in the West, I've got the A's winning the West and the Angels clinching the wild card. I don't think Houston is going to uh, make it out of the West. Wow. They're a traditional slow starter, and, you know, they're, they're not going to be allowed to steal signs this year, so they finished somewhere in the middle. 
Um, so we're looking at Tampa, Minnesota, Chicago, Oakland, and LA out of the American League. In the National League, I'm looking at uh, man. This is gonna sound. This is gonna sound super weird, guys. I think the New York Mets are gonna win the division in the NL East. I think Miami takes a wild card. Believe it or not, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I've got to pick a, one. Right, I've got to pick one. Brian, Miami's Brian, my one. Are, are you Miami writing this down? One. Because because I'm just going to be curious how many of the teams he's picked finish over 500. That's all I'm, <laughs> you know. Hey, you know, call me crazy right now, but let, let's You're crazy right now. Seven. All right, all New right. York wins the East. Miami makes a wild card in the Central. I think Chicago wins the the National League Central Division. They also have a wild card te- team coming out of the Central Division. I'm not going to tell you who until uh, I tell you that the the Dodgers are going to come out of the West. So I think we've got Dodgers, uh, Mets, and Cubs as the division winners with Miami sneaking in as a wild card along with Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. I think they're going to sneak in. Okay. I guess that means I have to go now, and I will tell you, I am going to take the Yankees in the East with Tampa Bay grabbing one of the wild cards. In the Central, I have got uh, the Chicago White Sox. I really, I I think they're going to surprise Minnesota a little bit there. And then out West, with one caveat, one asterisk, as long as Mike Trout plays, the Angels win. Now, right now, he's looking to play, but if he doesn't play, Things change dramatically, but if Trout plays, Angels win, and the A's get the second wild card playoff team in the AL. So I've got New York, Tampa, Chicago White Sox, Angels, and Oakland A's. Okay, so we got half the guys, Eric, with uh, Jordan, with no Astros. Yeah. Wow. The National League. I just think I think the Astros have too much going on. I, I think they've got too much going on. So in the National League. Okay. Um, in the East, um, I am going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to tell you, I think the Atlanta Braves are going to win that one, even though they've suffered some losses right now. They've just uh, they've, they've got Puig out there. He's going to provide some pomp and approve it kind of a deal. So I, I got Atlanta in the East. I've got Cincinnati in the Central with St. Louis, uh, no, with Milwaukee taking – uh, taking a wild card spot, and well, and, is it St. Louis or Milwaukee? Uh, Milwaukee. So St. Louis is out. St. Louis is out. Yeah, got it. So, so I got Cincinnati and Milwaukee, uh, and then in the West, I, I know they have Paul Goldschmidt. I don't know if you have you broke that news to him. <laughs> I know, I know he's your boy. Yeah, but he can get off to slow starts. He he. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and they've got Yelich in Milwaukee, so. Uh, but here's here's where I'm really walking off the reservation. Um, San Diego is going to win the West. The Dodgers will get the second wild card spot out of the West. They'll, they'll get there, but they're going to get a, they're going to get off to a slow start, and they're going to have to build their way back into it because of the expectations. Until game probably 35 to 40, the Dodgers won't hit their stride, and the Padres are young and exciting and. They are ready to get out to a fast start. So I'll take the, the the Padres holding them off and the Dodgers making the playoffs as a wild card. All right. Now we're ready for the, for the truth. Oh, <laughs> the truth. 
Wow. Uh, American League. You go, Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> we got Tampa in the American League East, Minnesota in the American League Central. The A's will win the West. Wild cards are the Astros and the Yankees. That'll be an, an exciting uh, Cole versus Verlander in a wild card. That'd be fun. In the National League, uh, we've got the Dodgers in the West, and that's not even going to be close. I've got Milwaukee. I still think Milwaukee. Council knows how 60-game season, they'll do well because they'll mix and match. They'll win the Central. I got the Phillies in the East. And our wild cards are the Reds and the Nationals because the Nationals just have too much good starting pitching. Uh, I think they will beat out the Mets and the Cubs um, and the Cardinals. All right, so we've got all of our player playoff teams. Let's skip through the playoffs until the AL championship game. Okay, ALCS, ALC, ALCS. Who meets for the right to go to the World Series out of the American League? Jordan, are we first. choosing the winner? Or are we just saying the matchup right now? Matchup, uh, the matchup, and who's who's gonna who's gonna win it? Okay, um, I got I got the Yankees versus the Twins. Um, and I have the Twins coming out. I really like the Twins. Twins are going? Um, I think they, they need to pitch a little better, but I think offensively they can match them. Um, and I think if they can just hit the stride in the right moment, I think they got them. Jordan has the Twins going to the show. Reggie, out of the American League. What's the match? Uh, I've, got, I've got Yeah, in the ALCS uh, this year, shortened season, I got the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Oakland Athletics. I think both teams are built for a season exactly like this. And really, this ends up being the de facto World Series um, because both teams are the deepest. Both teams are um, – uh, I just think both teams are, are the best built for a shortened season. So I've got Tampa versus Oakland in the ALCS. And the winner is going to the to the World Series is? The Tampa Bay Rays. So he's got the Rays. Reggie is going to take Tampa Bay out of the American League. I will tell you, out of the American League, for me, it's every television studio's dream. It's going to be the Yankees and the Angels meeting in the ALCS. And uh, sadly... It hurts me to say this. The Yankees will win and go to the World Series coming all the way through the wild card into uh, the championship series and beating the Angels in seven. All right. And I've got – well, I'm going to sound like Reg, which Eric, scares where's me. where's your spirit? The... No, wait. Time out, Brian. <laughs> I've got to add something to this. Eric, where, what? Are you kidding me? This is uh, – Okay. When, when in, okay, the, the Major League Baseball has been around for 120 plus years, right? That's when it's been officially Major League Baseball, but it went even back into the 1800s. When have we ever had a 60-game season? And you're going to pick the Yankees, the most uh, white bread and, and like whatever, I, like just I, I, I don't want to. I don't, Reggie, the I don't Yankees? want to. I just want to be right, so I have to go. Oh, my goodness. The Yankees? Come on, Eric. Have I ever picked the Yankees before? No. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm look at sorry. it this way, right? You know what's look coming next, way. don't you? Hey, Reg, right. you know what's yeah, coming right. next? Reg, it's going to be the Dodgers out of the National League. Reg, Reg, look at it this way. If I pick the Yankees, how much chance do they really have of making it? <laughs> 
high. Very high. Eric has got his uh, he's got his pinstripe boxers on right now. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really hurtful, Jordan, Jordan because Jordan. I hate the Yankees. Remember, we talk about things you can't unhear. Oh my bad. That, that's why. What am I doing today? Can't unhear. I'll just stand up and show them to you. Oh, oh no! All right. Brian, oh, let's go. Let's God. move over to the to the Nash. Or no, I haven't Brian. got an American League yet. Yeah, go to I've the got, American. Let's same go. as Reg. I've got Rays and A's, and I got the Rays going to the World Series. So in the World Series so far, we've got either the Twins, the Rays, or the Yankees coming out of the AL. Let's go to the National League. Jordan, who's coming out of the National League in the championship series and then the winner of that game? Uh, so I got the Dodgers. Of course, I just think head and shoulders just – powerhouse way better than than the rest right now um but they're going to be going against the phillies and i think the phillies are kind of a team that you know people are kind of doubting right now and i think like i said i think bryce harper kind of makes a big statement and has a big year um and i think they have enough veterans that can kind of get through the 60 60 game season um but unfortunately not enough firepower to beat the dodgers who i think are just going to run through the playoffs in the national league so i think the dodgers gets the world series all right, Reggie, who you got in the National League? Guys, this is this is so tough for me because it's between three teams, okay? It's between the Mets, the Cubs, and the Dodgers. I think I think those three teams end up butting butting heads at the end. And uh I mean on paper, the Dodgers are the winners, right? So so all logic and all sensibility says that I should pick the Dodgers right now. But ultimately, I know that they've been to several World Series in recent history, and I know that that generally doesn't play out. So I've got to play the fan card right here and go against my sensibilities. And I think I'm going to take the Cubs versus the Mets in the National League Championship Series, and I think the Cubs win it. I think the Cubs are going to the World Series this year. Okay. So Reg kind of sneaking out there. And, and I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, go, I'm climbing out on a branch too, Reg. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happens here because I, I think I chose Atlanta. I chose Cincinnati. I chose Milwaukee, LA and San Diego. And Atlanta has holes. Cincinnati has holes. Milwaukee has holes. Dodgers are the best uh, uh, roster in the national league. Uh, but I am I, maybe it's because I live down there. I love the Padres. So through the playoffs, it's going to come to a championship series between the Dodgers and the Padres. And in the end, in the biggest surprise of the year, the Padres beat the Dodgers to go to the World Series. Oh my wow. goodness! And that may be wow. maybe anti-Dodger bias. That may be pro-Padre love. Um, I don't know, uh, but I just, I love the kids. I love the youth of San Diego. And because they let it sure. play last year, which is what I think the Giants should do this year, I think they're going to reap the benefits today. So I got you know great. Again, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing because I, I am completely going against everything that I've ever done before on this show. But in support of Eric right now. Thank you. <laughs> I will say, when has this ever felt more like Williamsport? Like, I mean, seriously, it's like we're watching 
the Little League World Series take place on a scale of 20 to 30-year-olds who are making millions of dollars to, to play out this dream, right? And I think, you know, Eric's, Eric's not that far out on, on a limb. I mean, I, I think we're going to see something weird. as far out as you weird. are, Reg, that's I, for sure. <laughs> even, though, <laughs> even though I don't necessarily agree with his pick, I like it. I, I mean, I don't know if, you know, is that against well, rules for me to say? No, no. And, and here's, here's one of the things I think uh, you said, and, and, and this mutual admiration society we're developing here. Wow, this <laughs> is getting uncomfortable. Before. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> the, the thing that you said, Reg, is uh, about the Dodgers going back and back and back, being the favorite and the favorite and the favorite. That, that's a heavy burden to bear. And at some point, once again, they're going to stumble and fall. And, and it's what, it, as, as good as they are, they have not been able to close. And until they prove it, I will not pick them to close. All right, Brian. Okay, you were talking about Williamsport, Reg. <laughs> You're talking about Williamsport. Well, the Dodgers basically have a team yeah. of Danny Almontes compared to the rest of the National League. Oh, no. Oh, man. But So uh, they cheat. I didn't <laughs> right, say yeah. that. I didn't say that. I um, did. But the, the, the addition of Mookie Betts is huge. So to me, I don't think it really matters who they play in the NLCS. We'll say it's the Brewers, but I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I think they roll to the World Series. And all of a sudden, you have Andrew Friedman, the architect of the Rays, now with the Dodgers and all his money, taking on the guys who followed him and maintained the architecture of the Rays in the World Series. I think Dodgers-Rays would be one of the more unique World Series for a myriad of reasons. You've got this great historical ballpark of Dodger Stadium. And the trop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. you've got, you've got blitz and I love how you didn't even introduce turf. it. It was just the trop. Yeah. All right, Jordan, who's going to win the World Series? Yeah, so I got, I got the Twins and the Dodgers. And you know what? It, it's been such a weird year, man. And, 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 and like you said, Eric, you know, I will agree with you on this. The Dodgers, they, they, they found ways to lose in the most important moments. So I'm going to go with the Twins. I think the Twins in a shortened season um, with the offensive power, firepower they have and hopefully, you know, Berrios and Odorizzi um, and Maida can, can kind of centralize that pitching staff. I think they can get it done and they're going to be the, the World Series champs. Jordan's going with the Twinkies in the middle of the country. Reggie Wright. I think that uh, of any year, this is Tampa's year. I mean, this this year was served up on a platter for them. They've been doing this for the last decade, maybe decade and a half, where you know they they you know, they find guys on the fringes and make them work. And in a 60 game season, those guys shine. I think Tampa beats the Cubs and I think it's a four to one series. I think Tampa wins four to one. Tampa is Tampa is kind of the, the, the trendy pick and, and 
you know, you and Brian have decided to go the trendy way. I, I kind of get that. Brian, Brian has gone as vanilla as you can go with, with what most people are deciding is the. What I don't uh, have, I didn't pick the Yankees like you did. No, but most yeah. people would, would say Tampa Bay and the Dodgers. Well, I they, just, wouldn't, they would say Yankees, Dodgers. Anyway, I took the Yankees, but I did not take the Dodgers. So I've got, I've got the Padres and Yankees in uh, the World Series. And it's going to be 1998 all over again. In a year, in a year when we have had pandemic, unrest, controversy, murder hornets. Eric, Eric. Uh, Eric, I am doing it. About this. I am doing let's it. Think about it. I am doing it. Be careful. It is, it is going to be the it, one normal thing. This is thing recorded, that is, Eric. It, this is on one, tape. Yeah, I'm going with the Padres. I am, oh my goodness, Eric Davis! I am taking the Padres as oh just, my goodness. This Move year, Paul of, Goldschmidt. Here comes Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes, this is this is the year of. Uh, you just can't predict it. And well, so I you know what, Eric and, and Reg and Jordan, he picked the men of in cloth. He picked the Friars. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. I'm a man of in, faith. In a year we need divine intervention more than any other. Yeah, well, who, who else do you think That's is fair. gonna get it? <laughs> I, that that and I'm 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 pulling for the dads. That's you know that, that's for all over, the over the evil empire. I, you know right. what? But you know what, hey Reg. As I give my pick between the Dodgers and the Rays, do we remember the original nickname of the Tampa Bay baseball team? The Devil Rays. The Devil Rays. In a year like we have endured, how could it not be the Tampa Bay used to be called Devil Rays win the World Series? I'm going to take the complete opposite approach that Eric did. Derek, Eric took men of cloth. I'm going to take pitch, pitchfork fish. Yeah, he's he's going he's going on the for the evil empire over <laughs> the dark like side. That's what he's going for. Anyway, so we have for Jordan. He's got the, the twins. He's got the Twinkies. Reggie is pulling for the Rays. I got the Padres. Me and the dads, and then Brian is also going. For the Rays and Brian, the fact that Reggie picked you should not be a comfort uh, for for you and you. You know, but let's think, Reg. Who was who was you know the one year we did the football picks? Who finished first? Who finished second? Who picked the World Series champ last year? Yeah, all I got to say is who who won the trivia contest and knows about weird stuff. (laughs) It's yours, weird. So. Here we go. Or, or, you know what, Eric? Or does Jordan get back on his run of picking champions? Because he did it for quite a while. Yeah, no. He picked three in a row. He's, he's Pro- over Pro- the hill. At, he's over the hill at 25. He's, Proven track record. Yeah. I don't think he's 25 yet. That's well. the problem. <laughs> so, hey, I want to thank everybody for taking time out of their busy schedule to listen to us here on Get in the Game and take a listen to our Major League Baseball preview. Uh, my name's Eric Davis for my partner, Brian Nelson, for the professor, Reggie Wright, and the kid, Jordan Santa Maria. I want to, again, appreciate y'all for being a part of what we do. And if you found anything that we did amusing, entertaining, informational, enlightening, or, you know, uh, in Brian's case, almost godlike truthfulness. 
Um, <laughs> tell a friend and have them listen as well. Uh, and I want to leave you with this one thought, particularly in this kind of a year that we're having during a pandemic and so- social unrest. I want to I, I want to remind you to do this, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Get in the game. You've been listening to Get in the Game, an exclusive presentation of the Blue Chip Sports Network. Get in the game with Eric, Brian, Reggie, and Jordan on iTunes, the Blue Chip Broadcasting YouTube channel, and bluechipbroadcasting.com.